Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be gathered and to share your word. We pray in Jesus' mighty name that you speak to us. Speak to our hearts. Address our needs, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. So the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing. And that's what we're going to um, discuss today. And our anchor scripture is from Philippians. Very popular scripture that talks about or that encourage believers not to be anxious. So, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 8. The Bible says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses understanding will guard your heart and your minds through Christ. Verse 8 says that finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The Bible tells us not to be anxious for anything, no matter what it is, no matter what is causing you to be anxious. Whenever you begin to feel anxiety, remember the scripture. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. The Bible says, but in everything, by prayer in everything by prayer and so no matter what you are going through no matter what happens no matter what you are thinking there is nothing that does not respond to prayer as a believer the bible says but in everything by prayer and supplication and so in everything that concerns your life no matter how little they are no matter how big they are the bible says that in everything by prayer and supplication so if you are a child of god do not let people tell you that there is there are some things that do not require prayer bible says but by bible says that but in everything by prayer and supplication so there's nothing that should cause you to be anxious but everything should cause you to pray so nothing should cause you to be anxious but Everything responds to prayer. And so you should pray about everything. There are things that happen in your life that overwhelms you. There are things that happen in your life that you don't have control over. There are things that happen in your life that you don't know what to do. Bible says in everything, in by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. And so the things that you expect and the things that you are waiting for, the things that you think you have lost. Bible says, yes, with thanksgiving. Pray about those things. Let your supplication be made known to God. But maintain an attitude of gratitude. Continue to give thanks to God. No matter what you are going through. He says, let your request be made known to God. And after your request has been made known to God. After you have prayed about the things that are troubling you. After you have prayed about the things that are worrying you. The Bible says that, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind 
through Christ Jesus. The writer of this text, through the inspiration of the Spirit, knows that anxiety comes from the heart and the mind. When your mind is unsettled, there are things that are troubling you. There are things that you, you are expecting. There are things that you lack. When your mind is troubled, he says that after you have prayed, God sends his peace into your heart. The word used here is that the peace of God will guard your heart. It means the peace of God will form a defense in your heart, protecting it from anxiety, protecting it from worry, that these things will not be able to enter inside your heart. The peace of God will guard, will surround your heart, will build a garrison around your heart so that anxiety will not penetrate into your heart. And so do not let people tell you that there are things that do not require prayer. There are things that you should not pray about. The Bible says here in this verse, it says, but in, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And after you have done that, after you have submitted your prayer, I don't know if you have experienced this before, that you pray, even though the problem is not solved, but after you pray, you just experience that peace of God in your heart. That is the result of your prayer. So after you have prayed, whenever you begin to feel anxious, begin, you begin to worry about anything, take it to God in prayer. Because after you have prayed, the result of your prayer is that the peace of God, which goes beyond understanding. It surpasses understanding because in the midst of the trouble, in the midst of whatever you're going through, you are still able to experience peace. The Bible says that peace of God will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. And he says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The, new, the old King James says, think about these things or think on these things. So what you set your mind on is very important if you'll be able to deal with anxiety. And so the Bible recommends that you set your mind on things that are true. The Bible recommends that you set your mind on things that are noble, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of a good report. The Bible says things that are praiseworthy, you should set your mind on these things. Do not set your mind on things that you don't have. Do not set your mind on jealousy, things that other people have. Do not set your mind on your current situation, on things that are troubling you. The Bible says that set your mind on things that are true. What is true? The word of God is true. And so what the word of God says about your situation is the truth that you need to set your mind on. Things that are pure. Set your mind on things that are pure. Means that do not entertain hatred. Do not entertain fear. Do not entertain. The Bible has told us that fear does not come from God. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of a sound mind. And so whenever you begin to fear, know that it does not come from God. Do not set your mind on those things. Somebody has said, fear is false evidence appearing real. Even though the, there are a lot of things that you were afraid of in the past, that never happened, never crystallized. 
There are a lot of things that you were fearful about. That what if this happens? What if that happens? And those things never happened because they are false evidence that appeared real to you. And so the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Whenever you begin, whenever you begin to fear, know that it's not coming from God, but it's not, it's coming from the devil. And the Bible has told us that we should set our mind on these things. Now, what are the things that bring anxiety? Things that cause anxiety in people's life. One is imagination, your thoughts and your imagination. I know of somebody who, who began to experience some pain in uh, some pain in his body and then immediately said oh maybe this can this can be cancer he just began to experience pain in his body and look look at where his imagination is taking him to he's beginning to think about cancer so imagination your thoughts and your imaginations so these things bring you anxiety the thoughts of failure the thought that what you're expecting will never happen the thought that god is not going to answer your prayer the thought that you are believing god for something the thought that you will not receive that thing your thoughts and your imagination can cause you to be anxious in fact they are the main things that cause anxiety in people's life god has given us the power of imagination and you can use that imagination to to imagine good things about your life and attract good things inside into your life rather than focusing your imagination on things that are not right on things that cause fear things that you think are going to happen to you set your imaginations on things that are good concerning your life that's what the bible says whatever things that are true whatever things are noble whatever things are praiseworthy we should set our minds on things on these things so when you take control of your thoughts and your imagination that is one way of dealing with anxiety and the, the other thing that causes anxiety is things that happen around us now we hear of wars and we hear of Ukraine and Russia and we hear of Israel and Hamas and we hear all, all these things and they begin to cause anxiety. And we hear that there is um, um, a respiratory disease in China and then we begin to fear that is this going to cause another lockdown and they tell us that it's going to be economic recessions and we begin to things that are happening around us. We begin to think about things that happen around us they cause anxiety number three the things one of the things that cause anxiety is when you're overwhelmed you're overwhelmed with work you're overwhelmed with family and even with the season as christmas approaches and everything that is going on around us when we become overwhelmed that also causes anxiety uncertainty when you are not sure about what is going to happen as the year goes to an end you are not certain about how the next year is going to look like and and that can also bring anxiety in our life we're going to talk about this into more in more detail for now i just want to mention all this point and when you are confronted by challenges when you go through difficult times when you go through challenges they have the ability to cause anxiety. Fear also causes anxiety. I should have added number six to number one because thought, imagination, and fear work together. And those, these things bring anxiety in our life. Number seven, when you go through a bad experience, I don't know if you have gone through a bad experience before, and whenever you are confronted by a situation, that caused that bad experience to happen then you begin to think that oh this thing is going to happen again this thing is going to happen again and then that brings anxiety into your life 
But the Bible has told us, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And so do not be anxious. Do not let these things that I've mentioned here, I know that these are not the only things that cause anxiety, but do not let these things bring anxiety in your life. And how do you deal with things like that? One, when it comes to when it comes to, uh, I'm sorry, when it comes to your thoughts and imagination, the Bible says, "Be anxious for nothing." And in the last verse, in verse eight, he says that, "Think about things that are true. Think about things that are noble. Think about things that are just. What is true in your life? What do you call truth? The only truth is the word of God. So sometimes, even the situation that is whatever is happening." In your life, that is not the truth. The truth is the word of God. What does the word of God say about that situation? And so you need to take control of your thoughts. Whenever, whenever your thoughts begin to wander in places that brings anxiety, direct your thoughts back to the word of God. How do you direct your thoughts back to the word of God? Speak the word of God. Because whatever you say cancels out your thoughts. So when you are thinking about something, you don't want to continue thinking about it, then begin to speak the word of God. Speak it out. As you begin to speak out the word of God, it cancels out your thoughts. It stops that thinking. It stops that imagination. So assuming you are thinking and imagining, imagining certain things, you are imagining that something, is going, some, some, something evil is going to happen to you. Now you speak the word of God quickly. Just speak the word of God. And the word of God will cancel out whatever you were imagining that's how you stop the imagination that's how you switch from imagining evil to thinking about the right thing you cannot stop thoughts from entering into your mind but you can decide which one you focus your mind on so the things you you could be having certain thoughts that are not of god they are just coming into your mind but you determine which of them you focus your mind on and begin to think about those things because when you begin to focus your mind on evil on wrong things then fear comes into your life but when you focus your mind on the promises of god when you focus your mind on how god was able to help you in time past that inspires hope inspires faith and so as you are imagining wrong things and evil things what you have to do is switch that quickly by speaking the word of god so, for instance, you are thinking about, oh, I'm going to fail. Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to pass this interview. Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to succeed. I'm not sure I'm going to have this. As you are thinking about those things, then you say the word of God. The word of God says I'm the head and not the tail. The word of God says I'm a victor. And I'm not going to lose. I'm going into this. The Bible says wherever the sole of my feet will step, I, I am going to dominate. I'm going to take over. And so I am victorious. When, when you begin to talk like that, the thought will cease. The thought will be cancelled out. And you switch your mind from thinking evil into thinking the right thing, thinking the word of God. So that's how you take control of your imagination. As the thoughts are coming into your mind that you don't want to concentrate on those thoughts, speak the word of God. It's like when you begin to think evil about other people. You're thinking about, oh, this guy has this. I don't have some. Oh, this guy, I'm, I hate this person. As you're thinking about those thoughts, and sometimes you're like, no, no, I don't want to continue thinking about this. I want to switch my thoughts. 
then begin to pray for this, those people or begin to say good things about those people you cancel out the evil thoughts and that's how you take control of your thoughts because sometimes your flesh will cause you to to entertain thoughts that you don't like but if you don't want those thoughts to settle in your mind and later get into your heart then you speak out say something that is positive so if you are thinking evil about somebody now you begin to pray for those people you begin to say good things oh god i thank you for this person's life that you have blessed them with this car you've blessed them with this thing you've blessed as you continue to say those things that bad energy or negative energy begin to dissipate and leave your heart as you begin to say good things and that's that's one of the reasons why the bible says you should, you should pray for your enemies because when you pray for your enemies you just begin to like them and that's where you that's where you should be as a child of god and so when you don't entertain evil thoughts about other people you don't entertain evil thoughts about yourself and how you do that is to speak out speak out and cancel that thought that's how you take up your control of your your thoughts and then you set your mind on the things that are good so when you set your mind on good things concerning other people you set your mind on noble things things that are just things that are just means you don't envy you don't entertain jealousy you don't entertain hatred towards other people those things are not just and so you set your mind on things that are just things that are pure things that are lovely and so if you are thinking about yourself don't think about evil things happening to you don't think about things that are wrong happening to you or things that are going to cause you pain are happening to you don't think about don't think like that think that lovely things are coming into your life think that think that lovely things are going to happen to you think that things that have a good report when everybody sees them they are going to praise god those things are the things that are happening in your life that's how you should think and so when your thoughts are contrary to these things that have been mentioned here. Quickly switch your thoughts by speaking out the word of God. The things that happen around us. One day we'll be there and then we'll hear there's a war. There's a war here. There's a war there. These people are fighting against. We just, all of us just wish that we can live in peace. And we'll not have, we don't have to hear of all these wars. In the rumors of wars. But in John chapter 14, Jesus Christ said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do give. Do I give? Do I give you? Let not your heart be troubled. Neither be, let it be afraid. So Jesus said he has given us peace. And the peace that he has given us does not come from the world. He has peace and he has given that peace to us. So if you're a child of God, no matter what happens around you, know that you have peace because Christ has given you peace. It's a gift that he has given to you. He said, I leave my peace with you. My peace I give to you. And know that Christ, everything he's saying, he means what he's saying. And he knows what he's saying. He says, my peace I give to you. And so if you're a child of God, you have peace that comes from Christ. And so no matter what happens around you, that peace that you have received, let that peace be your anchor. 
that no matter what is happening, you still have that peace. You have not lost the peace that Christ has given to you. It is a gift. You have received the gift of peace from Christ. And that is why you are entitled to live in peace. No matter what happens around you, no matter what you have lost, no matter your expectations that have not been met. So this year, if you had expectations that those expectations have not come to pass yet, don't let those things to cause you cause you to lose your peace because Christ has given you peace. Christ is our peace and he has given you that peace. And so walk in that peace that he has given you. So we, you begin to feel anxious. You begin to, to, to become afraid, unsettled or worried about anything. Then you, you remember the scripture that Christ has given me peace and therefore I have peace. No matter what happens around us, no matter what happens in the world, if you are a child of God, know that you have peace. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, he says, He will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon him, because he trusts in him. So put your trust in God. That no matter what happens around you, he's going to deliver you. And that is how Jesus Christ was able to sleep, even though there was a storm. And all the disciples were worried and they were trying ways and means to, 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 to um, get the boat back to the land. Jesus Christ was just sleeping peacefully because he, he was at a place where he fully trusted that no matter what happened, God was going to deliver him. And that's where you should get to, that no matter what happens, God would deliver you. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. When you trust God, that everything that is happening around you is working together for your good, you are not anxious because you trust him. Yes, you might have lost something this year, but if you trust him, that he wants the best for you, then know that when you get that thing, that is the best. You are not going to lose that one. So whatever you have lost now has made way for that, the best one to come into your life. If you express that trust in God, then no matter what I go through, I can just trust him that he's working in my favor. I can just trust him that he loves me. I can just trust him that he is working out the best for my good. And so Bible says that he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. So you stay your mind. You keep your mind on things, the things of God. You keep your mind on God. And you put your trust in him. All I believe that one of the very important places that we should all get to in our faith is when we trust God 100%. When you trust God 100%, you will not be anxious. You will not have doubt. Because you know whatever happens, that the best will come to you. Because he's working out things for your good. Number three is being overwhelmed and i think the classic example is when jesus christ visited mary and martha in luke chapter 10 verse 38 the bible says now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named martha welcomed him into her house and she had a sister called mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was disrupted with March 7. 
Sometimes in your case, you are not distracted by much. You are not distracted by much serving. It's not the serving that distracts you. But look for that thing that distracts you. That thing that distracts you from listening to the word of God. From listening to the voice of God. Bible says Martha was distracted with much serving. Jesus Christ was right there in your house. But what distracted her was much serving. There are things that distract you. That causes you to lose focus from Jesus Christ. Instead of focusing on Jesus Christ, what is that thing that is distracting you? And Bible says, he said, the, when you read further, he says, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Has left me to serve alone. Therefore, tell her, tell her to help me. Most of the times when people lose their focus on Jesus Christ, they will think that he doesn't care. You remember this same question. When the disciples were in the boat and they woke, when they went to wake Jesus Christ up, what they said was, Lord, do you not care? And so whenever you begin to think that God doesn't care about me, then you are shifting your focus from God and focusing on something else. You have been distracted by something else. When the disciples forgot the fact that the one who was in the boat with them was the Messiah, was the Son of God who was right there in the boat. They went to wake him up and they said, Lord, do you not care? And Martha, in this situation, went to Jesus Christ and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me? And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you you are worried and troubled about many things. You are worried and troubled about many things. Sometimes we worry ourselves and we trouble ourselves with many things. We wake up in a day or in a week and ask yourself, what have you been thinking about yourself? Are you thinking about good things happening to you? Or you are thinking about the things you don't have? Are you thinking about good good things happening? Are you thinking about the things that God has done for you? Or you are thinking about things that you don't have? When you think about those things, you you become worried and you become troubled. So every time you are worried and you are troubled because you are not thinking about the right things. You trouble yourself about so many things. It's like your life is full of or a series of, oh, I don't have this. When am I going to get this? Oh God, when are you going to do this? Oh God, do you not care about me? And so you 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 are worried and you are troubled. Because your mind is not focused on the right thing. And that's why the scripture, after it told us not to be anxious, the next thing it addressed is our thoughts. So the first verse says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the next thing he says, whatever things that are true. So uh, he knows that anxiety and your thoughts are linked together. And so he says, do not be anxious, but think about these things. So Jesus told Martha that you worried, you are worried and troubled um, about many things, but one thing is needed. And, and Mary has chosen that good part, which no one, which will not be taken away from her. Jesus said, one thing is needed. In your life, when you are troubled and you are worried about many things, just tell tell yourself that one thing is needed, and 
that is your relationship with Jesus Christ. That is the most important thing. That override all your needs. If you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, cherish that relationship. See that as the most important thing. Jesus says one thing is needed. And Mary had chosen that good path. Mary just sat down quietly listening to the word of God, having fellowship with Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ says that one thing is what is needed. And so if you are worried and troubled about many things, this morning I just want to remind you that one thing is needed. Maybe you are worried and troubled about the cares of this world, about the things of this world. Jesus Christ is saying one thing is needed. Your relationship with him. And so when, you, when, when your mind takes you to all the things you don't have, you tell yourself that that one thing is needed. I am glad that I have a relationship with Jesus. I am glad that I'm born again. I'm glad that I'm having fellowship with God. That one thing is needed. And the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. If you trust that this word of God is true, then know that as you have a relationship with Jesus Christ and you focus on that relationship with him, all other things will be added unto you. Uncertainty. Sometimes uncertainties cause us to be anxious. You are uncertain about the future. You are uncertain about what is going to happen and it causes you to be anxious. In Luke chapter 12, he tells his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. Life is more than food. This scripture is so important. And the body is more than clothing. You should know that everything that you worry yourself about, everything that you worry your life about, as soon as you die today, those things will become unnecessary. Those things become unimportant. And so Jesus is telling the disciples, life is more than food. If you have life, which is more than food, then you should appreciate and celebrate and enjoy your life. Because being alive today is more than anything else that you are worrying about. There's nothing that you are worrying about now that can be compared to life. Therefore, if your life which is more important than the things that you are worrying about, if God has given that life to you, then what else do you think he will not give you? Know that your life is more important than the things that you don't have now. Your life is more important than the things that you are praying and believing God for. Your life is more important. The body is more important than any material thing. I tell you that when you become sick and you are lying down in a hospital, you will not think about all these things. All that you will be thinking about is when you are going to get well, when you are going to be healed when you're going to recover from that sickness. 
And so know that life is more important than any other thing. For you to be alive today, for you to be healthy today, for you not to be in the hospital today, then know that that is a precious thing and you should be happy and you should thank God. You should be grateful to God for. And because of our podcast listeners, I want to say again that even if you are in a hospital, know that God is able to heal you and he's going to heal you. So life is more important than anything that you are you are expecting now. And Jesus, Jesus drew the minds of the disciples that consider the ravens, for they do not sow nor they do not rip, which have neither storehouse or barn. You know the birds that fly in us, they don't have a storehouse, they don't have a barn, they don't have a bank account, if we're going to say it that way. They don't have a credit card. But the Bible says, and God feeds them. Those bears, they don't have a credit card. They don't have a bank account. They don't have a place where they store their food. But by every single day, these birds get food to eat. How do I know that? Because they are still alive. They don't have anything, but they still get food to eat every time. And the Bible says, God feeds them. And so if God provides for the birds, the question here is, of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? It means that when you worry, it does not solve any problem. Have you ever solved any problem problem by, by being worried in your life? Think about the days that you were so worried about certain things. Were the problems solved because you were worried? Was the situation changed because you were worried? So worry does not accomplish anything. And so that's the point Jesus Christ is making here. Which of you can add one cubit to his height by worrying? And from your personal experience, you can tell yourself that the things that you worried about, when they finally happen, you realize that they were not worth worrying about. Look into your life. There were things that you were so worried and anxious about. And finally, when the things happen, you look back and say, I, I don't know why I was so worried about this. So worry does not solve a problem. That's why the Bible tells us to be joyful always. To be thankful always. And not to worry. So if you, if you then... Sorry, if you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? So Jesus is saying that if you worry and you're not even able to increase your height, then why are you anxious about the rest? So this morning, my simple message to you is be anxious for nothing. Let nothing disturb or worry the peace that God has given you. Be thankful from January till now, if you're still alive today, be thankful. Do not worry about things. Do not be anxious. Worry does not solve any problem. Anxiety does not solve any problem. When you are confronted with challenges, and you go through things that 
that can be classified as challenges that you're facing, things that you overcome. As a matter of fact, at every stage in our life, there are things that we are dealing with, things that we are about to overcome. Somebody said, if you meet any man, truth is two things or three things. It's either they are going through a challenge or they just come up, they just came out of a challenge. Or they are going to face a challenge. So it's either they are in the challenge, they just came out, or they are they are going to face a challenge in the future. These three things. And so every single person have things that they are dealing with. But the Bible tells us that we are overcomers through Christ Jesus. And know that no matter what life throws at you, you are going to overcome because you have Christ Jesus. John chapter 16, verse 33, the Bible says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So these three things, when you meet somebody, the person is, has overcome a challenge, the person is going through a challenge, or the person is about to go through a challenge. Jesus Christ says, In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And the Bible tells us that we are seated with Christ Jesus in high places. And so we are all overcomers because Christ has overcome the world. Christ has overcome the world. If you have any challenge, if you have any trouble, if you are going through any difficulty, he says, come unto me, all of you who are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, upon you, and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and my and you will find rest for your souls. If you are looking for rest, if you are restless and you are looking for rest, he invites you to come. Those of us who have already come to him must experience the rest that is promised in this verse. So if you're a Christian and you find that you are restless, there's so many things that causes you to be restless, causes you to be anxious. Jesus says, take upon him your yoke. Take upon you his yoke and learn from him and you will find rest for your soul. He promises rest for your soul. It means your mind is going to be at at peace. It means your heart is going to be at peace. Do not be troubled. All the scriptures that I've read so far talks about the fact that we should not be worried. We should not be troubled. We should not be anxious. We should rest. We should have peace. That is our portion as children of God. And so if you are experiencing things that are contrary to the things that the word of God has promised you, go back to the word of God. Take hold of the word of God. Confess the word of God. Practically live what the word of God says. Jesus Christ says you will find peace for your souls. And so if you are walking in places, if you are living life without peace right now, this is the promise of God that you have peace. And as you listen to me this morning, I pray that peace will come into your life, that you will find rest for your soul in the name of Jesus. No matter what you are going through, as the word of God has said, I declare to you this morning that may you experience peace the midst of any trouble, in the midst of any anxiety, in the midst of any confusion, may you experience peace right now in Jesus' mighty name. Fear. I want to make this one the last point. I have I had other things to touch on, but I'm going to make this the last point. Bible says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Fear does not come from God. 
Fear is not a weapon that God uses. Fear comes from the devil. And so whenever you are afraid, know that that is not from God. Rebuke the fear. The fear of failure, the fear of the future, the fear of the unknown. Rebuke all those fears because those fears do not come from God. Those fears are the weapon that the enemy uses against our lives. And the Bible tells us that God has not given us that spirit of fear. But he has given us a spirit of love, of power, and of a sound mind. So finally, I just want to share this text with you again. That be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, bring your request before God. And the peace of God will protect and preserve your heart. The peace of God will set you free from any prison of anxiety, from any trouble, from any challenge. Find rest for your souls no matter where you are and what, um, where you are in life right now and what you expected and what you are trusting God. Rest in God. Rest in Christ. Find peace in Him. I want us to pray right now. Let's pray against anxiety. Let's pray against a troubled heart. That our heart will enjoy the peace that God promised us. That we'll find rest for our souls. Let's begin to pray right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's begin to pray. Jesus mighty name. Manda sheha labras shandalaha. Liba sondi kapala radika shandaba. Leko do balarandis kapo sheke de la kondaba hadimas kondaba. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray for everyone at the sound of my voice this morning. I pray in Jesus' mighty name, anyone listening through podcast, Lord, I rebuke every spirit of anxiety in the name of Jesus. I set them free and I liberate them in Jesus' mighty name. Devil, you take off your hands from their lives in Jesus' mighty name. I declare the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Let it protect and preserve their heart right now. Any trouble that you are going through right now, I command it to lose hold in Jesus' mighty name. Any thoughts that is not inspired by the Holy Spirit, I command you to lose your hold over their heart and over their minds right now in Jesus' mighty name. I pray in the name of Jesus that their thoughts will be inspired by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. That they they will walk in power, they will walk in love and sound mind that God has given to us. In Jesus' mighty name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen, 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 amen. God bless you. God bless you so much for joining us. Um, 